1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. As always, Friday mornings joined by my guy, Rich Rebar. We pick our five favorite games against the spread. Chat a little bit about DFS on DraftKings for the upcoming weekend at the end. Rich, um, how's your how's your bipocalypse going? I'm miserable. I mean, I have <laughs> I have multiple teams. I, I actually counted this. I have three teams where I didn't have a quarterback. I didn't have a running back one or two. I didn't have at least one wide receiver, a flex starter, and one of kicker or defense. So I had to do all that shit. I had to replace five starters in at least three leagues. I mean, unbelievable. Just, just <laughs> so, it is so tilting. I, I, And I, you know, we all knew this was coming, right? We all knew the week yeah. seven buys were coming, but when it got here, it was like, Doing waivers for kickers, you know, Wednesday night at 8:30. It was just, I was so miserable.
0: We, we joke because so we do a main event team together and with, with Evan oh. Silva and Pat Thorman. And you know, we're starting, we started Demetric Felton, uh, we had to start Ty Johnson and we probably have to start Kenyon Drake, just based on the the landscape. And we were like, Oh, this is terrible. But then you look at your opponent's teams and you're like, oh, they're they have it just as bad too. So that's what I just keep telling myself is that you know, as bad as I have it, it's equally as bad. Uh, for my opponent. So we just hope it's going to be some, a weird week and we steal some points and we hopefully have one more point in the opposition and we get out of here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> literally like, that's what you're hoping this week is you're hoping that your opponent is also equally screwed. And the, so the spot that I found myself in that really screwed me is in leagues where I lost Kittle. I actually did the sharp thing and spent a lot of waiver money on Dalton Schultz. But that it's not helping you now. And nope. you don't really and you don't really want to cut Schultz. Is that, that so that's the problem. So you got three is tight ends. You got three <laughs> tight ends. And the and the tight ends you're adding this week are like OJ Howard and and Anthony Ferks are like it is it's brutal out there. Yeah. That's
0: CJ Uzoma. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing yeah. a Uzoma touchdown. Yeah, it is it is uh it's definitely rough out there. I picked up some gross players some gross players, some lineups. But hey, man, endure and survive. Like I said, it, it, the best thing you tell yourself is just look at your opponent's lineup, which I never do because I have too many teams. Like I just set all my lineups and then. But you know, I hit. You know, sometimes like this week, I was like, we looked at our main event team and we said, this is the worst lineup we've ever set in our lives. And we yeah, clicked okay. on our opponent, and he had like six other guys up by two. And it's like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Right.
1: <laughs> um, okay, let's do it. What is your What is your number five game?
0: This is a, a terrible week for five games. And we, these are so bad. huge spreads, huge spreads everywhere. you either laying a lot of points or you're just hoping to take a bad team and you just hopefully they hang on and you can just get within like kind of that circumference. But there are a couple here. Uh, I imagine we're going to have a pretty wide spread of games here and we probably won't agree on a few of them.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it, because every game this week is a giant spread. I can, I can see us agreeing on like two out of the five games or something.
0: I mean, I'm taking a small spread here first uh, and you'll probably hate this one because it's super gross. I'm taking the Eagles plus three. Uh, No,
1: I, I like this one. This one was my number four.
0: Okay. Yeah. I got the Eagles plus three. So, so far the Eagles have faced the hardest schedule of opposing offenses in the NFL. So far to this point, they've already faced the Bucks, the Chiefs, uh, the Cowboys. They've also placed the, uh, faced the 49ers who are 14th in EPA offensively. Uh, now they get the number 22 ranked Raiders. Uh, the Raiders just lost the Bears two weeks ago. I know it was under some circumstances um, uh, outside of things, but I think uh, outside of football, but they also are going to be getting a lot of steam just because they beat the Broncos last week. Also, it's a schematically terrible matchup for the way the Raiders win uh, on offense. So the Raiders can't run the football. They're terrible at running the football. Right now, Josh Jacobs has only averaged three point, more than 3.4 yards per carry, in one, not in any game this season. That's as high, 3.4 yards per carry. Uh, they also faced the Chargers and couldn't run on them. And also, this has a lot of correlation to that Chargers matchup because the Eagles, under Jonathan Gannon, just sit back and they play a a zone defense. They don't give up huge plays, and that's all the Raiders have done on offense is hit big plays in the passing game. Uh, Derek Carr is number one in the NFL in yards uh, uh, completions of 20 or more yards. He's six in the NFL in ADOT. We just saw Tom Brady face the Eagles uh, two weeks, or last Thursday, and it was the same situation where Brady was third in the NFL in ADOT. He was number one in 20 uh, yards uh, completions coming into that game. He just had a 5.6 average depth of target. It was ahead of only Geno Smith. Last week since the defense the Eagles play uh and then the, the Raiders defense is not as good as the Bucks defense to kind of I think we'll actually have CGL points uh Jalen Hurts points scored outside of the fourth quarter this week uh, so we, we
1: can we can truly <laughs> only hope yeah
0: yeah but uh but basically it just it's it's a schematic I think poor matchup for the Raiders the way they live offensively on uh, living on the default. ball uh so I I hope that Nick Sirianni runs the football a little bit more. Uh, that's the only wild card here is Nick Sirianni, I think is a uh, hashtag bad at his game planning uh, through six weeks. Hopefully he gets a little bit of religion. Plus we have a little bit of rest advantage here. So I'm going to hang on to those, but I'll put it at five because it's, it's, it's still Nick, Nick Sirianni faith.
1: Yeah. I mean, my, my thought for, for this was basically just that uh, I I tend to not really believe in the Raiders. Like I think these teams are, are pretty close in talent level and the Eagles have played some really like they played a lot of good teams. Right. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to fault them for losing to good teams. I also, you know, continue to be a Jalen hurts truther. So when it feels like a, a buy low spot for Jalen hurts, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to want to buy there. I mean, you know, they were, they scored 30 points against the chiefs. They, they did get, they did get absolutely ran by, the Cowboys, but I mean, you know, the mm-hmm. the Panthers, the Panthers win. I, I guess like the thing is that um, I one, I don't see them going into like a 10 point hole in this game. And that's really good for them because I, I actually think in a weird way, the Eagles will be effective running the ball, despite the fact that, you know, everyone wants to talk about how they don't run the ball at all. But I actually think they will probably be able to, uh, I actually do think they'll probably be able to run here. So
0: yeah. When your quarterback throws for yeah. 5.4 and 4.4 yards or past the last two weeks, I think there's going to be some incentive for them to look at maybe handing the ball off a little bit more. And the Raiders are terrible against the run. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Raiders are, the Raiders are, are really bad against the run. So my number five, and it's mostly just because of the hook, it is the green Bay Packers minus seven and a half points against the Washington football team at home uh but like i i mean i think that if this was if this was six and a half i don't know this would maybe be like my number two or something the uh the extra half point is not great i actually think you can get this at some books at seven if you uh, if you're willing to if you're willing to hunt for it but the the consensus line is seven and a half and some books even have eight but the logic here pretty simple the washington football team is terrible they can't defend they can't run they can't pass Heineke is uh Heineke is like the hair on fire fantasy quarterback who yep. does nothing. You know, he just does absolutely nothing to help his teams win the game. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not like a Packers bull. Like their defense is not very good. Uh, they they've not been great running the ball, but they're, they're just, they're just a the better team. That, that's, that's really all I got.
0: Yeah. This one's getting uh steam and fed up, but yeah, I have no problem with this because, uh, Heineke, the rose off the blue was definitely off. Remember there was talks like the, a couple weeks ago, they were like, Oh, is the even going to start when he's all going to come back? Yes, he will. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to so, happen. No, yeah. I
1: would. I mean, I I've been, I've been on this the whole time with Fitzpatrick, which is he's a 39 year old with a broken hip and he's already had his timetable pushed back once. It, it really is not going to surprise me if Fitz doesn't play this year. Um, so you know if you're if you're holding on to him, like I I I mean he probably will play, like he's got to be like minus 150 to return at some point. But also I'm I'm not like locking in that he's coming back for the Washington football team this year.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's been rough, man. Terry McLaurin stuck in QB jail again. It's it's real tough scenes. But yeah, I mean Heineke was so bad. A lot of people played him in DFS last week. I threw a couple. Uh, you know, washing stacks out there just because that's what we do against the Chiefs. We make a few stacks in that opposition and it was rough, man. It was real rough. His his average air yards per completion last week was 1.7 yards. <laughs> it's not great. It's
1: not great. It's not, not very good. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh,
1: okay, what do you have for your number four?
0: Uh, my number four is I'm doing it, man. I, I'm going to take the Rams uh okay yeah this is this is my this is my three it's a huge number so i've got it lower so i mean it's not something i probably wouldn't put like a full unit on this like i would
1: oh i i would i'm actually i'm actually i dude because this so so when you take a, a spread this large you got you have to account for coaching right because coaching is gonna like if we had a full out guarantee that the that the rams were gonna go all out every play for four quarters this line would be even bigger And I McVay has consistently been a narrative coach, right? He always tried to get girly, the rushing title and things like that. So I think my, and this is my DFS take too. I just think he lets Stafford go nuts.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's going to go nuts anyways. It's the number one passing team in EPA versus the 32nd ranked passing team in EPA pass defense. It's just going to happen anyways. He's going to go nuts. Uh, and Stafford's been really good anyways. I mean, it's crazy. As good as he's been, there's actually a couple spots he has room for improvement. I mean, he hasn't until last week, he had struggled in the red zone uh, and he's actually left a couple of deep balls downfield. But man, he's been so damn good uh, in it's like been long so good. In distance in long down and distance situations which was where like the rams would always get themselves in trouble under Jared Goff right like in these situations where you have to throw in obvious pass situations i mean right now in non first downs needing seven or more yards matt stafford is 49 of 66 74% passing 12 and a half yards per pass attempt the league base rate in that, so situations just 7.3 yards per attempt. And 50% of his pass attempts on those down in the distances have gone for a first down or a touchdown. League rate is 30%. It's just it's bonkers situations. So when they have like a, a first down run that fails or an incompletion that fails, like he's just punching them back out of those situations, which is something golf couldn't do. Uh, Lions are the only team that have not run an offensive play with the lead yet. They have had the lead twice Crazy. at the end of games. Uh, they also are the only team in the NFL that is. Uh, trailed by double digits uh with the ball in every game so pretty good chance we'll get that here I mean they trailed by double digits to the Bears really never even in that game against the Bears uh so I mean it's just one of these things where it's just a, a such a far superior team in the Rams that I mean this it's a huge line but I think it's one that gets done and I'm also this Dan Campbell thing man like I don't know about this guy I don't know I don't know man this, you got know, one week he's he's, Ooh, he's a he's, real he's a real football guy he's crying Which, for his players two weeks ago and then he's throwing them all under the bus the week after because it wasn't just golf like that was the, the quote that was the, the sound bite got cut out but he was right. like throwing other guys afterwards it's like you can't like dude control your emotions man he needs a pr dude for sure like the lions yeah. need to give that dude a card when he goes up to the podium <laughs> like you can't say these things because even the golf thing like he took like a beat and like really thought about like should i say this and was like, yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, and and like, I guess it's weird because it seems like there's a disconnect between the the like the front office and Dan Campbell because, you know, they didn't bring Jared Goff in to be the guy. They brought right. him in to like, you know, get some picks and, and clear some salary. And so Dan Campbell, like trying to put the onus of this terrible team on Jared Goff feels like he doesn't understand you know, what his job is, which I it feel just bad feels, for golf
0: in like this yeah. situation. Cause they're going to get ransacked and it's well, and, back LA <laughs>
1: and, and McVeigh basically hinted at this last week. They were asking him, I can't remember if it was after the game on Sunday or on Monday, but he basically was like, yeah, it didn't end so well between, between Jared and I, like he basically was like, it was pretty acrimonious. And uh, like, he did like golf didn't really know he was going to be traded. And you know, maybe didn't find out from the team. Like just, it, it sounded like it ended uh, pretty bad, which is more, more fuel to the fire. That's uh, that the Rams are just going to go. I mean, the Rams are going to go nuts anyways, but I, I do not see the dogs being called off. I think, I mean, what we saw last week, what it ended up 38 to 10 against the giants and they were, uh, you know, Stafford was still in, I think he threw throw a touchdown,
0: a throw a no look touchdown in the,
1: in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I just, I, and you know, I think St- they want Stafford to win the MVP. I think that would be that would be a huge win for the Rams organization. So I I, I just like Stafford's my dude in DFS this week, and I'm I'm riding it um, here with you. So that was my number three.
0: So who you so, got? Who's your four? Right? Or your four was the Eagles? Yeah. So my, so my three teams down. are you have three my down. teams
1: are the my teams are the Packers, the Eagles, and the Rams. Um, and so now it's on for your number three.
0: My three is the other big line, and not I, the Cardinals. I, I couldn't,
1: I couldn't get there with them, not because not I, the Cardinals. I don't. Oh, not the Cardinals. You have the I Bucks.
0: got the yeah, the Bucks. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean you got the Bucks off of the, the another team, extended rest, and then this is just such a nightmare matchup for Justin Fields. I mean, a lot of people I've seen him making an argument like it's a good matchup for him. It's not. I mean, you look at Justin Fields going back, not only this year, right now, Justin Fields. Against the blitz, has only completed fifty-four percent of his passes for five point one yards or pass attempt. Going back into college, uh, his numbers significantly just fell off against the blitz. Uh, you know, you take when they play like a game against Northwestern, it's so, like you just look at his college splits against the blitz. There are, are absolutely terrible, and the Bucks blitz at the highest rate in the NFL uh this it, justin Fields is just he's slow to process he's slow to see things and the bucks are just going to get after him the other thing too is you have to rely on the bears with rational coaching in this game and i don't know if we can because they want they're trying to hide justin Fields' shortcomings right now and they they were able to get kind of away with it even trailing against the packers last week they only threw the ball 54 percent of the time against the packers yeah uh, they're Herber, have- he, he looks like a stud yeah, he looks. Well, we talked about him last week. He's got like legit sauce. Like he's fast. Like he's good. Uh, in terms yeah. of like explosion, and the Bears haven't had a like explosive guy. You know, not the dunk on Dave Montgomery, but like he's like not that kind. Of, he's got that kind of gear. Uh, but the, the the other thing too is about the Bucks is because on, on like a per play basis, their pass defense is better than given credit for. It's just that teams throw forty five times a game against them even with all the injuries they have, they are eighth in yards allowed per pass attempt and they're fifth in yards allowed per completion. It's just, like I said, teams are averaging a league high of 41 and a half pass attempts against them. So the counting stats adds up the raw passing numbers. I don't know if we get 42 Justin field pass attempts. I don't think the bears want that to happen under any circumstances. And then when he does drop back, he's just going to get blitzed. His, his my brain blitzed in. So I don't really think that the bears score a lot of points in this game. I think this is a great spot for the chalky bucks D in DFS for uh, just feels been sacked on the highest rate of dropbacks in the nfl on third down he's been he's been sacked on 24 percent of his third down plays like that's insane that's an insane number uh and then you know brady's just gonna do his thing
1: yeah brady's gonna do his thing i <laughs> i so so i don't have either of the other huge totals left on mine because i don't want to be racking these yeah. up but of course of course i think that's the right side uh you know my my only uh hesitancy with with this is just like I mean, at some point, Nagy, I feel like, should unleash Fields as a runner. I don't know if he ever will, but that will change the complexity of the Bears' offense. It would change spreads against them. It would change, you know, their expected points per drive. Like, I, I think he's maxed out at three rushes in games he started. And they're
0: all scrambles. Like, they're all scrambles.
1: And the game he came in, the Dalton game, he ran 10 times, and they won that game. So it's just like, it's like, I don't know. I And, and... You know, we, uh, we are all like some people in like big football are crushing fields already. I, I'm, I was super bullish on fields relative to the market that looks wrong right now. Like he's not going to win offensive rookie of the year or anything like that, but I, I'm definitely not ready to like dump him as a player because oh, no. I think he's being
0: coached poorly. No, he's in a terrible situation. We've seen that I think with all the rookies uh, so far that they have not the environments have not been great for all of them, and that's why we haven't seen, you know, that's why a lot of Justin Herberts don't really happen in the NFL. Uh, you know, you look at all these situations. Trevor Lawrence, it's starting to come around for the Jaguars a little bit, but for three, through through three weeks, look at the offense that they were trying to run with him, and they finally started to change some things and got a little bit of religion on some of the things he can do well. Uh, you know, Mac Jones has been kind of dealing with like this, just like. I have to throw five yards downfield every play. Uh, Jack, Zach Wilson is in just a nightmare spot right now. I mean, just that, that offensive line paired with what he had coming into the league. Like, that was a team that definitely needed a veteran backup. And I don't, I, they, they definitely need one. And then we see Trey Lance, like Kyle Shannon doesn't want to play any of the players he vouched for and traded up for. So, right. right now. But every, yeah. all these quarterbacks have been in the tough spots so far this year. And it's, I think it's kind of bore out in the struggles that all of them have had to start the year.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get away from the chalk. No one, no one is going to be courageous enough to take the chiefs minus four and a half points against the Titans. Like the, the fact that this is even four and a half. And I am. Y- yeah, there we go. I mean, <laughs> yes, the Titans did just beat the Buffalo bills. Yes. Derrick Henry is an alien. All of these things are true but the market is way overreacting to weird stuff happening with the chiefs right now. Right. Like how many, like literally go do yourself a favor, go watch all of Patrick Mahomes interceptions this year. And then bet on which one of those would be repeatable. Right. I mean, we got, we got the, the one, the one interception that was actually terrible was him trying to do too much, you know, picking up the, the drop snap and like, you know, just launching it in the air. But most of the turnovers have been super fluky, right? You know, uh, C.H. fumbled a couple times. Uh, you know, Tyreek Hale bouncing off his hands. Marcus Kemp bouncing off his hands. Jody or, uh, Tyreek, you know, getting a, a, a fumble ripped out of his hands in the red zone. Like, the the Chiefs offense is still the Chiefs offense, right? They're still, uh, you know, leading the NFL in expected, uh, expected points added on first down. Like, all of the things that were true about the Chiefs offense the last few years are still true. Uh, the offensive line is actually playing – better than the offensive line from last year it's just weird stuff and, and they've lost high profile games right losing the ravens game you know they struggle in the first half against the washington football team like the market is really overreacting to these things and you know if we're talking about bad defenses like the titans have this terrible defense and they're losing guys from the terrible defense they're having to plug other guys in in the secondary uh tyreek is definitely banged up that's a problem right Tyreek one of the rare skill position players that I think you know him being out or or limited would influence the line but for the Titans to cover here Derrick Henry will have to do it again right 180 yards and three touchdowns probably and have to break off you know a, a seven yard which he you know he probably still will right Derrick Henry still is probably going to have this insane game but you know the the Marcus Johnson Chester Rogers Anthony Ferkser offense is not going to get there against the
0: Chiefs. I mean, this one is is my one. I think it's too short for the same reasons kind of that you alluded to. Also, like I said, the Chiefs, man, like this offense is is still humming, man. Like they're just doing dumb things. It's like the Mahomes interception was just like he's got two of them this year, at least where it's like you got to concede it down. But then also we understand why he doesn't concede it down because he does ridiculous shit all the time. So, you know, that's his mindset. You know, he's still in the Super Bowl. Like how many of those near plays like where you're just like, this is ridiculous. You know, they almost, they almost were, were, great plays. So I understand why he does it, but they also lead the NFL in fumbles. Like that's something that's going to regress uh, and kind of come back down. Uh, but they've only punted 10 times this year. Uh, it's by far the fewest in the NFL. They lead the NFL in yards per drive. They lead the NFL in third down conversion rate. They lead the NFL in rate of not getting to third down and getting first downs on first and second down. Uh, everything is still there. All the peripherals are there that says this is an elite offense. They came out in the second half and absolutely smoked Washington, even with Tyreek kind of being hobbled. Uh, you talk about just the secondary is a disaster for the Titans. They're going to not have Taylor LeJuan. Taylor LeJuan hasn't played well, but Taylor Juan also is playing over another player. So we're going to bring in a worse player than him in to play uh, left tackle. Also, like this Titans offense, like it's just – Outside of Derrick Henry, like, it's not very good. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is not really performing well, and it could be a byproduct of just the regression that we've been waiting for two years to happen, Arthur Smith leaving, and then also just, you know, the fact that they've had wide receivers go in and out of the locker room. said They're living the full Julio Jones experience right now, the Titans are. Like, they're just in the middle of it uh and, you know i like do Arthur think <laughs> i do think aj
1: brown and julio are both going to play this week though because julio was able to get in a limited practice and aj brown played through the food poisoning on uh, uh it Sunday i mean he can't have right? just
0: food poisoning right at this point like
1: yeah he's got it he's got i don't know sounds sounds gnarly whatever he's going through yeah
0: he's got to have some kind of flu or something uh um, yeah at this point from what we see not to get into the, the poop tweets but
1: yeah uh, but it's, it sounds <laughs> bad it sounds bad but you know i mean he's still, not he's good. got. He's got another. He's got another two days to be good. They're, they, you know, yeah. they're they're pumping. them the IVs, IVs, baby.
0: Get him yeah. them the IVs. Uh, the Pepto, whatever you got to get. But I just don't think they can score enough points. I mean, you're gonna need a ridiculous Henry game. And, uh, They'll have to score 34 again to well, cover to, this, I think. Yeah, because you're not you're laying under five. I definitely think the Chiefs get the 35 plus. So I mean, I, listen, I'm taking it. I'm taking. It. I don't care. There's yeah, gonna be I a mean, There's gonna be a swing here where the Chiefs go on like a heater, and I I refuse to surrender on the Chiefs.
1: And, and look, you, I mean, you want to, you want to be like, Oh, you know, the chiefs, they're, they're dust or whatever. 33, 35, 24, 42, 20. That was the nightmare game that really that bills game, that bills game is going to be what people think of when they think of the chiefs all year, where they just look like shit and got, got ran out of the building. But They've
0: covered in two of their past three games too. That was like the thing is like everyone, you know, but they've been covering now they're starting to cover more. So yeah, I'm for it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I am for it. Uh, I'm for it as well. All right, so that was my number two. So you still have your number two, and then my number one is what we have left.
0: Uh, my number two is the Bengals. Uh, not that I believe that they I, can. I can't, already. I can't, I cannot. Get I know, you, with never, this one. you never, you yeah. never, you never, you never get on board when I go against the Ravens. But I mean, six and a half is too much here. Six, Way too six,
1: much. So I I obviously did not include this game on my list because I think it is a bad line um and the Ravens have not been the rushing team that they've been and I kind of like the Bengals like I think the Bengals actually kind of have a good formula for winning what, given what their roster is but I still just can't do it I, I, I know you. your side <laughs> is probably right
0: I mean it's just too many points I mean this could be like a 24-20 game it could be a 27 to 21 game something like that it's just too many points uh because schematically the Bengals match up with what the Ravens do bad defensively well, so the the we, we talked we didn't talk about this game last week. It was the DFS show, but so like we I talked about Justin Herbert against the blitz last week and why it could be a, a bad spot for him because the Ravens, you know, if you're gonna play the Ravens, like you got to be able to to go against the heavy blitzes because they're they're just gonna blitz you all the time. They're putting guys near line of scrimmage even when they're not blitzing. So they want you to think they're blitzing. Uh, But Joe Burrow has been awesome against the blitz so far this season. Uh, He has a, he's been actually blitzed on, on the 12th highest rate of all NFL quarterbacks too. And he's got a 72% completion rate, 10 and a half yards for pass step. Six of his passing touchdowns have come against the blitz. Uh, The Bengals are going to play a lot of cover one. They're going to leave, they're going to leave a lot of guys to play man-to-man defense. And it won last week, but we've seen them give up a lot of huge plays already this season in the passing game. Because of it, uh, you know, I think last week was like the first time they actually played like a really good game wire to wire defensively. And if you're going to play one on one defense, it's the Bengals they like, got plays right into their hands. Like they've got three good receivers, uh, that, that you have more, you don't have enough cornerbacks for the Ravens. You know, Marlon Humphrey's been playing a lot more outside this year, so he'll probably be on Jamar Chase a lot a good portion. Uh, so I just think that the Bengals, without Burrow's playing against the Blitz and them having the kind of Arsenal to combat what the Ravens want to do, are going to be able to put up some big plays in this game. And then defensively, I don't really b- fully b- buy into like the Bengals because they've been kind of quarterback driven. Uh, you know, if you look at like, they've been really good the game against all the bad quarterbacks they played and then against Kirk Cousins right. and Aaron Rodgers, they've given up. So I think the Ravens are going to move the ball through the air here. Uh, I don't think they'll run it really well against the Bengals, but uh, I think they'll be able to move the ball through the air again. Uh, but it's just six and a half, just too many. It's basically the, the, the cut down to that is I think that the, Ravens, what they do defensively is good for what the Bengals want to do offensively, and they'll hang around uh, to get me within a touchdown here.
1: Yeah, really. My only, my only comeback to that is that I just like being up against Lamar Jackson is terrifying right now because he's always been incredible, but he is actually passing the ball like, like you know, people always want to go too far with the compliments of Lamar Jackson because the criticisms of him are so stupid. Like no criticism of Lamar Jackson uh you know in in national media has ever been good like it mostly misses the point but right lamar is like the ninth best passer in the nfl right now but like you know some of the stuff you would hear would be like oh he's on you know mahomes or stafford's level as a thrower and he's not and you know that i don't mean that as does it uh, need to be though yeah exactly exactly
0: if he's Uh, even above base rate with what else he brings to the table it's like it's 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 absurd it's a gigantic spade like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, look, look, dude. I
1: mean, he look. Lamar is is slaying the dragons that people said he could never slay. Right? He he beat the Kansas City Chiefs. That was like literally like the huge bugaboo of his career was that you know every time he would go up against Mahomes, we would just be like, well, the guy has no chance. There's just is no way he can ever keep pace. You know, he beats the Chiefs. Uh, he beats the Chargers. I mean, not only did they beat the Chargers, they they ran the fucking oh, they Chargers out walk. of the Yeah, and um and that like look you know everyone before that game was on the other side saying like oh you know the the annoy the what's what would be the right anointment like anointing Justin Herbert and MVP you know people were doing the the oh is he better than Mahomes thing before we do it the every ravens year, game uh, not me
0: not me no, but not for him specifically but just, we do it with every quarterback right it, yeah what, we
1: already have the, uh, the mvp
0: discussions in, like week 5 always are just insane like it's just I all you can – I wonder what
1: oh, you can get Mahomes at for MVP right now. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that because I feel like it's a it's who's a the favorite? Good. Is it Josh Allen? Josh Allen is the favorite. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen is the favorite for sure. But it's it's uh it's very close. So yeah, it's got to be. Uh, I'll I'll pull it up here in a second. I got it. Always takes me. A yeah, it's
0: got to be like Josh Allen, Brady, Stafford. So Kyler is uh at oh, my Kyler. book, at
1: my book Kyler's plus 375, Dak is 4, Josh is 475, Brady 750, Stafford 10, Rogers 12, Lamar 12, Herbert 14, Mahomes 16. So that's not as good as I thought for Mahomes. I that's not, I I was thinking Mahomes would be like 25 or something and I'd be like, well, I'm
0: probably. I mean, about still pretty. That. I think it's still pretty solid. I I, mean,
1: I have mean. I have I have Stafford Hertz and kyler as 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 tickets that i had but i got hurts at 125 to one i mean he yeah when he first never won, really gonna win but he closed it like 40 to one or whatever so fine by yeah, me yeah. all right my number one i'm i'm i am surprised this is not on yours because this seemed like a spot the saints because g like look i'll do respect to gino i'll do respect to dj dallas i did it the, last
0: week and lost that's why
1: yeah. Well, this, so literally it's the same game. It, it, it this is literally the same game. It is a team that uh, the, so in the saints, they play good defense. They don't want to throw. They have a quarterback you don't trust, but I, I think the Seahawks ran so, I mean, the Seahawks ran so pure on that one drive, what they, they threw the ball twice. They ran like 15 plays and they just kept running the ball down their throats and they got there. And, you know, Pete Carroll is so ecstatic on the sideline, but to me, I I think this should be a touchdown because I just am not I'm not on board with the Seahawks thing. Like it is it is a nightmare. They suck. They just straight up suck. Mm-hmm. And look, I like Geno. I was even one of those people that you know defended Geno for a long time. Thought he got a raw deal with the Jets. I mean, and he did get a raw deal with the Jets. That actually remains true. But they're 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 not covering the spread because they would have to get they'd have to get to. 17 to cover this spread and i don't know if they can get to 17 this this saints defense has suffocated people i mean they have been they have been unbelievable and so i know they they did lose that one game to the giants but they they crush the they crush the packers they they crush the patriots you know i mean their defense is just really good so this is my this is my this is my one
0: I mean, I don't. I don't have any problem with it. Jameis Winston's having a really weird year, which is really crazy for even Jameis Winston. Uh, it's really wild because there's a lot of signals that say that they should throw more. Like he's actually, yeah. he actually, he, I he's mean, good, dude. He's fine. The, the past two games, he's averaged over nine yards per pass attempt. He has another game with over nine yards per pass attempt. Last week, they not last week. They had a bye, The last time we saw him against Washington, they actually did throw a little bit more, so it was nice to see. But then, like you look at his splits under pressure, he's garbage under pressure. But then he still leads the NFL in touchdown passes under pressure. It's it's just really weird the season that he's starting to put. And he
1: leads the NFL. He leads the NFL in touchdown rate, right?
0: and he yeah, only has he lead, three yep. intercept.
1: And he only has three interceptions.
0: In the red zone, he's 13 of 15 passing with nine touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's really wild the season that he started off to. But, yeah, I don't have any problem with it. You know, it's a bummer for schedule makers that we got three uh, Seahawks primetime games in a row without Russell Wilson. Without Orleans, Russell Wilson. He was in there for three quarters of one, I guess. But uh, yeah. you're, you're right, though. We talked about it last week the, the the Seahawks roster construction was going to be exposed just based on how much Russell Wilson was lifting that tide. The team is, the team's bad. It's poorly constructed. It's poorly put together. It's a bad roster. And Russell Wilson was so good that he made it like a playoff team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he did. And, and Pete Carroll is going to learn. Pete Carroll is, is going to learn what life is like. And they're,
0: they're like on the Rogers trajectory too, right? Like, is, are we, like, it's going to get to a point where like, like Wilson's going to like force his way out. Right. Like, isn't that the signal like right now? Oh, he's
1: gone, dude. He's gone. Yeah. He's played, he's played his last games for the Seattle Seahawks. I think
0: it's a like, good luck, man. The way they built this roster, because at least like the Chiefs, like the Chiefs have done a terrible job of building their roster in the past like oh, four so years. Bad. But like yeah. Mahomes is not leaving for like a decade plus, so whatever. I mean, he's literally lo- he's literally <laughs> locked in, dude. He's locked yeah. in. He's got
1: such a great contract. But you look at like
0: these teams, like the Packers. The Packers have done a little of their job of late, but like these teams, like the Seahawks, the Packers, like these rosters are not very well put together. Rosters over like to to survive not having those guys on the ro- like they're that those quarterbacks. And they're going to live yeah. a hard life when these guys, and they, they do have to move on from these guys. Um, and he's, that's why the Packers held on for dear life, you know, this year. That's why they didn't cave. Like, we can't, we can't do this. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. They were just like, you know, we'll, we'll call your bluff. We'll call your bluff, dude, because
1: the 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 collateral damage of Aaron Rodgers choosing to leave would have just completely destroyed them. Like, like they need to you,
0: prepare. Like, we need, a more, we need a larger window to, to get yeah. the ducks in a row. And it's still going to be yeah. bad when he does. Like, the Seahawks roster is terrible. It's a terrible roster
1: it's really they've got no difference they have dk metcalf and tyler lockett and that's it those are like their only other blue chip players yeah uh dfs this week i i'm going i'm going stafford double stacks in my single entry three max stuff but i am undecided if woods or higby is the better second guy i i can't decide
0: yeah, it's tough. I mean, Hickney just hasn't really shown like a high ceiling, even with all these snaps. But he's running a bunch of routes. Yeah, yeah, he's so out there. It's there just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's a guy that you need like the multiple TUD game, and if you get the multiple TUD game, like it's great for DFS, but it probably hurt the other guy you played. But right. I mean, because are you? I mean, Daryl's going to be so chalky.
1: Yeah, I I think you can include Daryl. The thing is, is that. Well, I don't know because if Daryl really, really gets you can, there.
0: I don't think you can include him in your stacks, but I mean are you like are you going underweight on Daryl then? Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I mean I will I will so I normally do I normally do three teams and I'll probably play him on the other two. And I'll okay. probably do I'll probably do like the other Daryl and um you know like Fournette or something is the running backs on on the Stafford team definitely no bring backs for me uh in this game no no khalif raymond no no tj hawkinson no amon ross st brown for me a on swift the, yeah uh no uh you could do swift you could do swift because he's I, basically
0: I, I, like a garbage time receiver garbage like time it's receiver. A, that's, that's what's interesting about swift he leaves the nfl in fourth quarter receptions yeah <laughs> like he's basically that guy uh it's a bummer that Swift, because like I know we all want him to like get the rushing role and have more of an opportunity, but like he's been a really bad runner. Like Jamal Williams has been like in almost every metric been, yeah. and that's what happens early in these neutral game scripts. You see Jamal Williams and him kind of splitting time in the running game because Swift has not been good in the running game at all. Uh, but yeah, they, they like we talked about earlier they've trailed by double digits. They've trailed for one hundred percent of their second half snaps. So like just get in, just get in, man. You just get all those uh, dump offs and golf's not throwing it downfield like you said raymond and the sun god so yeah
1: (laughs) what are you uh what are you what are you attacking this week
0: i mean it's a weird week uh it's so weird guys uh, on by i mean i kind of like dolphins falcons a little bit which uh, you know is probably like a death since already (laughs) um there's just so many guys are so cheap in that game there could unlock you because because the chiefs game is ultra hard to stack because the big dog is so expensive now um and you'd always you never get anything cheap on kelsey and hill and so it's hard to stack that game and really arthur Wan's the only guy you would want to bring it back on the titan side so it's really hard to stack that game uh the the, the rams guys are all expensive so like i keep looking at like the cheaper guys uh in that falcons game except for quarter like they they jacked his price up everywhere um
1: eight thousand dollars on FanDuel is legitimately hilarious like that's so funny
0: it is, man, because like in construct to the wide receiver spot, it's it's amazing. He's more expensive than Calvin Ridley now by a lot. He's $700, $700 more than him in salary. Who, who's um, yeah. the
1: better buy low, Calvin Ridley or A.J. Brown this week?
0: I like Ridley still more longer term. I think there's something weird going on at the t- Titans. I don't know they fully get back on board. Whereas the Falcons have actually shown signs of life the past couple of weeks of actually being like an all right offense. Not a good offense, but like an all right offense. Right. Um, so I do like Calvin Ridley a little bit more as like the the buyback spot. Um, I mean, I think Pitts is a good play in that game. For Waddle, sure. I think Devontae Parker's is a good play in that game. And then I think Tua is a good play in that game, too, if you need to – I think he's the best cheap quarterback. Yeah, they, he, ran,
1: he ran a little bit last week.
0: Well, they're, they've given up trying to run the football. You look at how right. many dropbacks. They've had over yeah, 50, he had, 50 dropbacks in uh, all their games but one since week one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he had 47 <laughs> passing attempts last week, I think. Like, they – the the – Short passes to Jalen Waddle is their running game now.
0: Yeah, they, I mean their offensive line is bad, and they all they have vagabonds running like the off to. So they like because they can't settle on any kind of rotation or anything with those guys. They're all terrible. So I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. So poor, I mean, he's four miles. Gaskin
0: uh yeah I, I mean I don't I think Rodgers the Rodgers stack might go under look this week just because
1: that 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 I'm not on but like just the fact that my reaction is like oh Rodgers like ro, like Rodgers Adams Tunyon and Hope Tunyon catches two passes for 14 yards and two touchdowns
0: well you can just play the skinny I think and be yeah. good I mean because you look at the so Washington blitzes a lot and they be, as a byproduct have given up a lot of protection to opposing slot receivers and Devonte Adams has 55% of his targets have come when they've lined him up in the slot. Uh, so I think it's a, a huge spot for him. And I just feel like Rogers is going to get lost in the sauce this week against Washington, just because I think Lamar is going to be the most popular guy. You'll have the, the Mahomes sack. I think Stafford will be really popular. Jalen hurts is always popular. It's like a, a one-off um, and then people play like Tannehill uh just because the, the bring back i think burrow for the reasons i talked about in that matchup was interesting uh, but yeah that, that that rogers uh skinny with adam's good you can run it back i think you can run it back with McLaurin. it hasn't McLaurin. yet or, or it's, mckissick it's, 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 honestly McKissick. because
1: yeah gibson just keeps getting banged up in all these games
0: yeah i mean well, well you have the, the, the double factor now for mckissick one they're huge dogs uh they're huge road dogs which is always like a, a signal for his type of game script and then two we have this thing like the implosion of Antonio Gibson's shin on a weekly basis now Yeah, it's like last... he, he
1: starts the game and then goes to the locker room each each of the last two games for
0: them because last week he like and we saw this last year too with McKissick when uh Antonio Gibson left when he had the the, the, the foot injury last year they are willing to let JD McKissick be a ball carrier and we saw that last week Jared Patterson played two snaps in that game last week after Antonio Gibson left and They've given JD McKissick. Carry. Yeah. They just don't, they just don't trust Patterson yet. No. And last year when he missed, he played McKissick played 65%, 88% of snaps in the games Gibson uh, missed. And he had short yardage touchdowns in the, in, in the Seattle game. He gave him goal line carries. So, I mean, yeah, he's really cheap on both sites too, uh, to fit in, uh, him and Miles Sanders both are really cheap. Uh, I don't know how much Miles Sanders we're going to live, but yeah,
1: uh, that is that is like uh, people are talking about Miles Sanders, but I don't I don't think I can do it.
0: Holka, I brought him up last yesterday at the Holka show and Holka said, like, he's probably gonna be the cool kids play. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I think he's more of a FanDuel play than a DK play at all. I'd rather just play McKissick outright uh, on on DK and then and just take what I get. But uh, on FanDuel, I think he, at five nine on FanDuel is pretty interesting because he's always these dudes like we're eventually the, the way miles sanders has been over his course is courtesy like we're going to have like a 60 yard touchdown run from him eventually uh yeah. so yeah i mean one of those weeks happen it probably it can't it probably won't be a weekend for everyone's on him if he ends up being like 15 to 20 percent like it's probably not a great play but right yeah 5900 because like we want to fit daryl in i want to fit daryl in uh especially in cash we're there i want to be able to fit uh you know tyreek or kelsey in. i want to be able to fit in cooper cup i want to you know i want to be able to fit those guys yeah in, don't so. definitely don't <laughs> want to be
1: missing out on the cooper cup explosion this week
0: i mean it's every week it's just every week the dude gets a dozen he gets a dozen targets every game
1: he really he really does it is <laughs> it's it's absurd
0: yeah i mean yeah. I, I just can't play a man he should be he should be more expensive for as expensive as he should be more expensive than, than he is on both sides oh for sure
1: for sure i mean like the guy, the guy is on pace to like lead everyone and everything. Like he just, it's guys having like a freaking Calvin Johnson season. It's insane.
0: It was like last year when Devonte Adams is on the eater, and you're just like, "There's no price. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna put him in." Especially when we're talking about just like setting a cash line. Like I'm just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna start here every time. I don't care what his price is." It's like Russell Westbrook would just rip a triple doubles off. Like, just gonna play. That literally, in. you know
1: what? That literally <laughs> is what it is. He's, he's Russell Westbrook without Kevin Durant right now. Just, like that's just what's jamming happening.
0: him in. That's, I'm yeah. gonna start there and we're gonna build around there. Yeah, I know 20, 2016,
1: <laughs> David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, just every week.
0: Yeah, I mean McCaffrey a couple of years ago. It's just you just gotta start there. And I understand it's a wide receiver, so it's a little harder, but the same thing I said was Devontae Adams last year is the same boat. Like there's no price that you could put on Devontae Adams last year that I wasn't starting my cash game lineup with him.
1: Right. And it's <laughs> it's crazy that people like I mean, Cup like projects the same or better than Devontae Adams this week. Never, never thought I'd see that, but it's it's just insane.
0: I mean, the way they're dropping back to throw, and he, like, he's got double-digit targets in every single game. Even the game Woods with bananas, Cups still, still went off. Yeah. So, I mean, it was easy. It was easy to say, like, oh, he's locked in as, like, a top-three receiver the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, it is. All right, man. Tell the people. What do they, they got to go click on this week?
0: I mean, listen, the worksheet still still has been banging. It's, it's growing because we've got more data. Uh, so, it's still the most info-rich fantasy article out there uh that's up you know i do a dfs you know column that comes out every saturday just kind of compares like the industry rankings my own rankings and pricing so you can kind of figure out which leverage spots you want to get in on uh to the field uh because it's a good signal for ownership too as well uh but uh and then i'm here with you every friday you know picking these games having fun and just kind of riffing
1: yeah there we go all right everyone that's going to do it for us here at uh the sports grid Fantasy Football podcast make sure to check out rich's stuff and uh we will be back next week.